Welcome to Fourth Times the Charm Where Niches Need, Episode 64. I really <laughs> like the Nintendo wow. 64. I'm That's your awesome. producer, Ben, alongside your director, Matt, alongside Hello. our returning star, Monty. Hello. All three of us are ready to party with stories of the week. Uh, Monty, real quick, how you doing? I am great. I just came back from vacation, so that's why I see that you guys got Ooh. Kyle to replace me, and he's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, he's freaking awesome. I listen. Yeah, yeah. I listen to him. Don't compliment Kyle. So he he did hey, his pre- microphone was much improved. So <laughs> how so Monty? Yeah. How did you feel about Kyle pronouncing Canada as Canadia? That is just wrong, man. That's wrong. Yeah, but do you know what? I give him effort that he tried. So that do do you think? Do you think <laughs> that the uh, he certainly tried? Yeah. Do you think that the time limitation was too much? I guess it's all right. I'm Canadian. I'm forgiving. So all right. <laughs> all good. Hey, we we gave him extra time for extra points. Matt, I how will, are you doing? I'm doing great. You want to know why I'm doing so great? Why? Because I got a message from one of our one of our biggest fans, Mason. Oh and yeah, he, uh, he had he had a message for you and for Kyle. Oh, Singapore Ooh. is definitely a country. Wait, and what? I Kyle's... and I feel validated. Well, Kyle, it even says it. it even says country on goddamn Wikipedia. How? Whatever. Okay, he still didn't win. <laughs> What the right, Mace, Mason did win though because he got that message. Yeah, like Mason. Yeah, Mason won an extra one. Um, <laughs> so thank you to our biggest fan, Mason. If you'd like to be our biggest fan, uh, please review the show. Send us a screen cap on our Instagram, which Matt is at Fourth Times the Charm Official. I don't official. think it's that, official. but it is. It is okay. Fourth Times the Charm Official. I'm fucking looking at it with my eyes. Okay. I'm like, uh, fourth times the charm So send official. us a review, and then you two can be our biggest fan. Uh, also I follow have, us on Instagram. Uh, real quick, i just like to note the following items. One, WWE has become watchable again. Like, substantially. substantially. Yeah. Mm. Good Triple H. That's all I wanted to say about that. Two, I wanted to reiterate, episode 64, Nintendo 64 is really great. Um, number three thing I'd like to say is that, uh, I've, I forgot what it was, what it was, but it was more important I, than the first two things. I, 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 I have, that much. I, I have some quickie news to give you some, some okay. time back, Ben. I will also mention, without going into, that it is sad to say that the Artemis One rocket did not launch today. Um, September. It, it had, yeah, it should, it should go off in September. Um, it it did. It had to be scrubbed for engine issues because there was a leak in one of the three engines. So sad, too bad. Um, the uh, the band Sharp Tooth, which is a fantastic uh, female-led hardcore band has parted ways with their vocalist and will now not be performing any of their material from their time written with her. Um, And in a much sadder, sadder story of musical injustice, um, have either of you ever heard of the band Murder Dolls? Oh, I I think I have. Probably from you. So so Murder Dolls, uh, do you know Slipknot, Monty? Yes, I do. Okay, so go, go ahead. 
No, no, no. I, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I've, okay, I, okay, I, I listen to their stuff. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, I hope yeah. So, so their drum, the drummer of Slipknot is a guy named Joey Jordison. Uh, Joey Jordison was genuinely like a I don't like a world famous drummer, one of the most popular drummers in mainstream metal, and he had a side project, kind of like goth rock, got like gothic punk band called the Murder Dolls. Now, unfortunately and very sadly, Joey Jordison has passed away. Oh, shoot. um, and Joey Jordison formed the band with another uh musical artist that goes by Wednesday 13, who I believe at a time played with uh Rob Zombie uh and a few other artists. It was Rob Zombie or Marilyn Manson, uh, but he also has a uh solo career uh where he plays under that band. But his real call to fame was when he had a band with Joey Jordison. And unfortunately, um, the band, well, not unfortunately, to, to Joey's and uh, Wednesday's credit, they wrote and produced all of the music for Murder Dolls. Mm. Uh, they owned the copyright to it. They owned everything. All of the other members that played with them were considered like touring members and like friends that kind of like, did shows with them and recorded some stuff with them. But it was just the two of them's music, right? Now, about a year before Joey Jordison's death, Murder Dolls had been inactive for a few years. They hadn't; they weren't playing any shows. They didn't really have any plans to, but they were still friends and still made residuals. <coughs> well, turns out the uh, the uh, uh, copyright for Murder Dolls, the name, lapsed. And both Joey, um, who was very, it was sick and not in a good place. And Wednesday didn't notice. And one of their stage players, so one of the people who just was a touring and sometimes studio member, um, stole the Murder Doll's name and oh, snuck no. the copyright on up from underneath them. That oh, feels geez. like it should be illegal. Um, it 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 That's... it would have been, but they they let the copyright lapse. Uh, and he was able to gain hold of it. Uh, Wednesday uh, wrote a uh, a long piece saying how he does. He wants everyone to know that that he doesn't want people to uh, to to purchase or give them money because it's not going to go to the to the money it's going to. So it's it's sad that I have to make this as a public discussion, but this that's where we are. I'm not involved with the situation because I choose not to be involved with it. It doesn't sit well with me and I cannot get behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, And he believes he stole the name from Joey who has passed away and has no ability to argue or fight for this. Um, And it's a real shame because it seems like it was done just to get money out of a band that's not even touring or doing anything right now. Because They should beat that dude up. That's the consensus I've heard online. Um, I won't condone any violence. I will. Beat him up. <laughs> Don't kill him, but like yeah. beat him up bad. Now, yeah. unfortunately, on websites like Blabbermouth, the uh, the comment section is full of a bunch of mouth readers who say you snooze, you lose. Um, and those people, those people, should get beat up by Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. Um, and that is my news. Yeah, I gotta say, internet discourse has gotten so bad that it's. I feel like it's impossible. To go on something like Reddit and genuinely enjoy anything. 
Yeah, I it's mean, funny. It's... I I watch I watch a lot. I don't watch as much wrestling as Ben, but I watch a lot of like YouTube content about wrestling so I can stay up to date with what's going on. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when I go on when I like watch a YouTube video about like an episode of Raw or a po- or a episode of AEW being good, especially if I've also then watched it. And then I'll go on Reddit and read and go to read the comment section. They're just like, man, this product sucks. Like, what are they doing? And it's just so, oh, it's so boring. Yeah, I'm a, I'm about to just get off Reddit entirely because it's so toxic at this point that it's. I just, you only just can't read the comments. That's, that's the key yeah, to like, yeah, it's like much. Twitter. It's Twitter. It's Reddit. It's Facebook. Like these tools, these platforms are usable, but you just can't acknowledge that there's other people using them. Um, okay. Well, in speaking of wrestling, my other point I was going to make, uh, I've been on my quest to watch, you know, different varied wrestling, looking at more of the indies around. Well, we got the an country. indie to talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We sure as shit do. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you, you watch a lot of indies and as Matt himself would attest, there's a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah there is is, it, like, is say, it really like the indie scene is pretty like pretty low um budget and, i will it's I, low budget but it is there's a I'll, lot of it but i yeah, find I'll, that I'll their ex- their wrestling stuff like like their the the stunts they perform are very are freaking awesome to watch sometimes yeah i'll yeah. i'll explain it I'll, I'll explain when we get to that uh but for the sake of this i just want to say I watched for the first time a match that's considered one of the best of all time. Uh, generally, mm. when people discuss greatest matches of all time, the ones you often hear, Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat, 1989. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Very good match. Okada, oh, Kenny Omega. Okay, yeah, that's that's genuinely one of the greatest matches of all the, time. Their two out of three falls match is maybe my favorite of all time. Uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker which really set the groundwork for modern pro wrestling mm-hmm. uh, in 2009. But I would like to give respect to another one of these matches they just saw for the first time. Toshiaki Kawada versus Mitsuharu Misawa, June 3rd, 1994. I, mm-hmm. I mean, like, this match is genuinely wild. Um because it does the opposite of modern wrestling oh modern wrestling has its tropes why do you throw people against the ropes and they keep running blah blah blah. but it's like it's all understood because it's just part of wrestling this match between the two of them this this match is like a wrestling match if wrestling was actually real (laughs) Yeah, it's like the shooter wrestling that we used to get. You know like, what? I, I was it, just going to say, like, Matt, uh, I, I just started, uh, you know, doing some research on Japanese pro wrestling. And mm-hmm. I, I was going to ask, like, is it the same? Like, uh, do they have the same format as, no. as so there's, American? There's two general styles of pro wrestling yeah. in Japan. The, the style that's really the basis for all of pro wrestling in Japan nowadays is called strong style. And it's mm-hmm. based on the concept of fighting spirit. So American wrestling 
is very uh, Broadway vaudeville over the top. I'm gonna punch you. Yeah, because well, it's, 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 it's it's carnival. It's, it's carny shit. Yeah, it's 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 carny. Uh, Mexico is lucha libre. Bright mm-hmm. colors, big characters. No real long term stories, unlike American wrestling. It's just about the characters. European style wrestling is a lot more grappling focused, mm-hmm. uh, submission yep. technique technical. based. Almost MMA like. Japan is strong style, which is about how many times can you get hit and stay standing. Like it, like it's not. It's also it, some of the most it, brutal looking. It's wrestling. not. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not if you're as strong as your opponent. It's if your spirit is as strong. This though is in many ways a predecessor to modern strong style, and it's called the King's Road. Which is, if anything, strong style now sort of comes across as like a facsimile of King's Road, where okay. instead of having a conceptual fighting spirit where you yell and start hitting harder, these matches start very slow. Technique, leg submissions, wearing down your opponent. Then they start slamming each other because they're tired and they can do that. They have breaks in between because they're both tired. It both takes a lot of effort, which explains why guys lie down. You know, yeah. why is the guy run after the Irish after the Irish whip? He's trying to move fast enough to avoid the guy who's running right behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then oh, it, so it puts a lot <coughs> more like weight behind the little thing. Yes, yes. Uh, so then they move up to body slams. Then they move up okay. to power bombs. Then they start breaking each other's fucking necks, and it is awesome. Yeah, oh my god! But do they like no? Have, but like, they, they, uh, do they have like storylines like uh, American wrestling? Or it's, it's, so, Japan does. Like Japan modern, like, does, but it's like long form. It's it's like a hybrid yeah. between lucha and America, where it's like in lucha. Oh, La uh, Parca has been a main guy for years, and this is his mm. character, and that's really it. He's got guys he doesn't like, but, like, nothing longstanding. Mm. America is, you pissed me off, in four weeks we're going to have a match at the pay-per-view, right. and it's then we're going to be done. Yeah. Japan is like, I grew up in the dojo with you, and I was never able to pin you, and now I will spend my 20-year career trying to beat you one time. Yep. Ah, okay. Yeah. So and it's awesome, because th- so, it does eventually pay off. Yeah, oh, and yeah. so Kawada and Misawa, oh my god, dude, it was insane, because they start light. They get heavier, and by the end, they're straight up giving each other back suplexes onto the top of their heads. They're power bombing oh people on their necks. I mean, it's oh. insane. It is, and like the, I mean, they were fine afterwards. I mean, sure, Misawa died in the ring, but that was like twenty years later. What? So he died yeah. in the ring. Oh, yeah, his oh neck, that's normal. Like he didn't have a broken neck. It's that his neck couldn't take anymore and just gave out. <sighs> So, like, it did break, but more due to wear and tear than any one particular bump. Anyway, let's focus on the positives here. All right. Great wrestling match. I mean, (laughs) like, as good, if not maybe better than most of Brian Danielson's catalog. Wow. Wow. Okay. Danielson's chasing this kind of match. I want to check that out. 
That, that I mean, awesome. I think I posted it in our Discord. If- if um, if you want to, there is a fourth time is the charm Discord channel actually. There is um, that any of our intrepid listeners are invited to come and join. You can interact with Ben, Monty, myself. Sometimes Kyle's here, and uh, you can jump in and join the discussion. See some of these things a little early before we even talk it's about the them here. fourth times the charm club. But anyway, June third, ninety four. Link in our di- link in our Instagram. Misawa versus Kawada. Matt, if you look at the thumbnail, which is in our wrestle corner. Page. I've been watching the match this entire discussion. Yeah, the the actual thumbnail has the position that uh, Toshiaki Kawada ends up in. That's fucking the mat. disgusting. It is awesome. We we saw a woman almost die from a similar position. Yeah, we sure did. What? Uh, and we'll talk about that now. <laughs> I was getting. Oh my god! I just watched it. Oh, isn't that god. sick as hell? What the. F- Fuck. That's sick as hell, isn't it? Monty, okay, the videos go go to go to thirty-seven <laughs> minutes into thirty-seven thirty. Thirty-seven just, thirty, all right. Yeah, jump by the thirty-seven thirty. It's not the only bump in the match where they no, land on but, their heads either. But no, but like that one's special. Okay. Uh yeah, it's just, just, just yeah, he's looking picking, at Okay. He's picking oh, them up, oh, just ready. Okay, he did a spin kick. Oh, I'm at okay. Wait, where are you at? Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, they're starting the maneuver. Yeah, he he's on the ground. He's picking him up. <laughs> oh, he can't get up. <clears throat> well, he's getting up slowly now. Yeah. Get ready. Here we go. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's like a reverse power bomb or something. That's crazy. No, that's, I a, that's I... a. I think that's called a Gonzo bomb. Well, fuck that. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so Matt, this is my question: Do they are they do they communicate in, in when they're about to do the so, move, or this yeah, is like so real? There. Like, okay. So, so aspects of it. There's a little bit of both. So it is. It is true. Improv. It's improv theater in the way that Second City does improv where they they know that they want to achieve some joke or finish or like a yeah, story yeah. beat right yeah yeah so they like so like wrestler a wrestler b like meet up and either have time to practice the match like it, like some of the big beats like weird stuff they want to try or like i guarantee how they you want they to did not practice that yeah, yeah. Bomb. Yeah, yeah they did not um so they 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 study they know who's gonna win and they Man, practice out old, some beats his... of it because you can't do this crazy shit safely. Yeah. And then during the match, based on crowd reaction, time they need, or like other things that change, they call spots between each other. So like, okay, so when, they he's, do when he's picking him, yeah. yeah, most of the time. Yeah. So sometimes the... people just do shit, and the other person has to sell it because they don't have time. But he like as he was picking him up there, for example, I don't know if it happened in, in this match, but he could have been like, all right, I'm going for the Gonzo. And like, you know, cause in those section where he's like looking away from the crowd, he can like whisper it. So and the person knows how to like prepare their body for the, uh, the position. Yeah. There, there's generally in a wrestling match, there are three actors, which are the two wrestlers and the referee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can pass spots between the referee and each other. So like when a referee goes to check on someone, there's a good chance he's going to tell them what the next spot is. Generally, if it's something simple, like a chop or a punch or something that doesn't require cooperation. They just do it. And especially because like the theatrics of it, there's lead up, you know what your opponent's about to do. If it's it's something where it's a move that requires cooperation, you'll tell them in advance. Now, the caveat, 
there's certain levels of knowledge in advance depending on a number of factors. Yep. If you've trained with each other, like these two guys do, you yep. need less uh, communication. Like, yeah, like he you, sets you, you, up, you know each yeah. other. You have that You're, relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, if he yeah. sets you up for the gonzo bomb, you know you're going to take the gonzo bomb. Um, if or, you like, have, or you know if he goes for in the beginning yeah. of the match, you know to reverse it. But this he's is, waiting for you to reverse it. But this is also generally like a, a, a simpler match. So if you have a more modern day match, they'll plan a lot more stuff out ahead of time just because you have to because it's a lot more detail oriented. You can't do the moves otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they so, like you can tell when you watch some like modern tag team matches, like the first like two or three minutes will be very planned out. And then if it's a longer match, you get like between f- another five to 10 minutes of like slightly booked, but mostly improv, like primarily improv. And then a closing two to three minutes that was specifically yeah. planned. So like okay. you have wrestlers like Ric Flair who are known as arguably the best of all time because they called all their stuff in the ring. Yeah. But if you tried to get Ric Flair to rehearse a match and he had to plan stuff ahead of time, yeah. he, he literally had a breakdown. He just could not do it. Would not. Uh, like when, when he won the, um, the world title, it was at a television taping with Macho Man, who's a wrestler known for meticulously planning his matches spot by spot. Yeah. yeah. And the match was so bad that Vince McMahon had them turn around and do the match again in the same night. It was so brutal to the best of all time. It's just two different styles. So if you have a Kenny Omega, Kenny seems to prefer matches that are a lot more planned out in advance, but he can also have classics with guys like Brian Danielson, where it seems to be more called out in the ring. So there's like a, it's a real art form to it. We'll tell you when the art form goes wrong here in a bit, but I feel like I just talked for 20 minutes. I'm going to flip the script a bit. Monty, I, I want you to tell us about your vacation. <laughs> My vacation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a perfect transition into our follow-up conversation topic. Well, no, it's good to get away. We went to my wife and I went to uh, uh, Collingwood, a small town outside of Toronto. Um, and Is it called Collingwood? That's the most Canadian goddamn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a ski town. It's really, really. It's nice. even more Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> but um, there is a place in, uh, twenty minutes away from Collingwood called Blue Mountain, which is which has uh there's this place uh, that has a lot of hikes and caves and oh, cool. oh it's, it's like you get to go in through the caves they're very very tight and if you're Ooh. claustrophobic i would not suggest have it. you ever have you ever watched any of those like cave like climbing videos where they squeeze through the rock like you mean the descent <laughs> well yeah, yeah you know but the real ones there's Uh-oh. this YouTube channel where this guy goes on like a cave crawling expeditions with his kid. Yeah. And it's like him and he's like, he like squeezes through a tight gap and he's like, man, I almost died in there. And he's like, all right, kid, come follow me. <laughs> and it's in like, you can, you, you it's, know what? it's disturbing. Fun- you watch him film the face of his child as he squeezes through a gap that he could easily die in. 
you know what? That's, that's funny you brought that up because there was a we we didn't do the cave this time because it was a huge lineup and there was a family oh, I think that came from Europe. Should have gotten trip. fast pass. Yeah, and they shut up, Ben. <laughs> they they actually were. I think a couple of them got stuck in there, and they ha- it took oh them a God. while to shimmy out, and they eventually shimmied out. I mean, no one got hurt or anything, but it was yeah. just near the end, it was just, like, the size of a child. Like, I think yeah. – I don't know. How tall are you, Matt? I'm 6'1". Okay, so you're my height. So, like, yeah, like, it, it would have taken us a little bit to get through that that, oh. that crack. But – you know what? All, I would. Overall, I will never collect crime. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know. I. Well, like you said, I love those kind of areas too. That shit's so much fun. Yeah, and then we got to check out. I think the because Collingwood. If you look it up, Collingwood, Ontario, on Google Maps, uh, there's this abandoned. I think mm-hmm. it looks like. Uh, I, I could be wrong. Uh, so audience don't. You know, I, I think they're like our, our Collingwood fans out there. <laughs> our Collingwood fans out there, yes. Uh, I think they're like si- uh, silos for uh, salt silos or something, but they're, oh. it's so ginormous. Uh, I think I shared some pictures with you guys. I'm um, looking at photos right now online, yeah. and yeah, it is wild. It's a yeah. beautiful town. It's, it's like absolutely stunning. It's so it, summer and winter. Yeah, like if you go there, like th- this structure is ginormous, and it's wow. it's kind of creepy too because it's been abandoned. Like it's not in service, so you get to Ooh. see a lot of like broken windows and stuff like that. And I, I managed to grab a few snapshots. I'll share share more with you because I know you're into yeah. these things. So. It's the Collingwood's Terminal Terminal Limited. Yes. It's the wor- oh, it's the it's the top side of the world's largest under. Oh no, this is in Godrich. <laughs> but it's a it's an underground salt mine because northern wait, Ontario. It, wait, is this the place salt. that has the world's oldest puddle of water? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, the world the world's oldest puddle of water is in Canada, and Kyle was very upset that we gave it as one of the clues about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> world's oldest puddle of water. Yeah, the world's oldest like thing of water. two billion. World's- Oldest. No, I think it's like it's in Mexico. I see three billion years water. old. Well, the oldest lake in the, the world oldest is lake known Baikal. water was found in an ancient pool below Canada in 2016 and is at least two billion years old. It's at the Kid Mine in Ontario. Interesting. I gotta check it out. And it's it's right by you. Then, so. <laughs> so if no. I go, I definitely take a picture. For you, you guys gotta, to you gotta, share, you gotta get it. You gotta like, get a sip. Like I did when I took the picture of the church from um, John Carpenter's oh, Mouth oh, of Madness. That was the greatest thing you've ever done. Oh, that man. was your, your gen- that was, goddamn mounting achievement. Yeah, that was that was a bonding moment. <laughs> that, I, I, I think I, think I, sh- it, I, think I legitimately was. shed a tear. <laughs> I will say, if you go to the kid mind, it is still operating. Kid mind, uh, you have to sneak in. Check it yeah. out. but. Yeah, no, that that's pretty much my vacation. How how was how how was your trip, you guys? I know it's Ben's bachelor well, party, right? Well, 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 wait. What was your oh. what would you say was like your what was your favorite thing you ate? And, and how many how many charms out of four would you give it? <sighs> you know, because like I found in like those small areas, sometimes have really good food where you'd like least expect it well it, yeah it's, it's like you get like the the chef who like grew up there and who like worked in new york city for 30 years and retired back 
or you just have a place with really good chili cheese fries. You know what, guys? (laughs) I... I, I'm, I'm very. Please tell me you brought all your own food. No, 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 no. We obviously because my wife is a foodie, and and yeah. you know, if you guys know, check out my Instagram. If, yeah, you know what you type of pictures? Yeah, my eyes, my belly. Um. Yeah, I have to say we were, uh, a tad disappointed. <clears throat> oh, unfortunately. How many? Right, how many well, terms was, out of four? Well, what was the worst place you ate at? <sighs> Do I have to say the name of the restaurant? <laughs> no, no. You just tell tell us about it. If you don't want to, I, 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 I feel very out. bad because I they yeah. were they were actually the reason why we want to try this barbecue place is uh, is because it's it's well known. Um, like in terms of food, uh, the Food Channel in Canada, um, it's it's highly talked about. So when we went there, we we were like we're huge barbecue fans, so we wanted to go check yeah. it out. It's like South, um, like Texas bar- barbecue style. But when okay. we got there, um, it just the okay. You guys know cornbread. You guys know yeah. it yeah. way better than I do. I love yes. cornbread, especially and then. when. We got For... it served to us. It oh, was, God, oh, no. it was, it was eating dough. Oh, like, no. there was no flavor like cornbread. I oh, love God. not I safe like... for work. Not safe for work. This is an explicit <laughs> yeah, episode. I, I, oh my God! I'm upset. Yeah, <clears throat> the, the 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 cornbread that I'm used to is it's sweet. It's a little. Sometimes you get it with a little bit of jalapeno, a little little yeah. spice to it, no, and no. stuff. But this one was t- not sweet, very bland, Ooh. with pieces well, of corn cool. in it. Oh, what the fuck! Yeah, yeah that's. I've had cornbread like that. Not. Well, I've doughy. had. I've had. I've had cornbread with corn in it. Yeah, but like that doughy cornbread sounds. Yeah, the awful. doughiness. That's yeah, what sounds brutal. It was very, oh my god! I was, it was very disappointing, and oh, so you know sad. the 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 ribs we got because we wanted to try it out, so we got the yeah. the, the platter uh, to try every single uh, piece of meat. I mean, the wings are great. The 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 burnt uh, the sorry, burnt ends burnt ends are great. The the brisket was okay. The ribs was very disappointing because I'm a huge ribs guy. And okay. it was so dry, it was the the meat was not falling off the bone. At oh all. man! So that, nothing man. nothing is worse to me than disappointing yeah. barbecue. Disappointing barbecue has its own like flavor of pain. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's one of the. It was very. It was just overall disappointing. That that's how I said it. One of the guys we saw in the Google reviews <laughs> said that oh, these are yeah. food. Men- I can't believe I paid a uh, a plat- uh, for the the price I paid. I got a plate of dog food. <laughs> oh man! I was like, I'm like, oh my man. god! That he actually when I read it after we left the restaurant, I was like. You know what? He's not wrong. You know, this is, <laughs> this is why I always read, read the reviews. Yeah. Well, so, so let me ask: uh, Will you be back to the? Did you did you camp or did you stay in a? No, we we, we um the wife and I we 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 got a a resort 
there. So no, like it's not... it is a hotel. Uh, so 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 would you go? Would you go back? We would, yeah, we would definitely go back uh, because we, we we go there just for to to do the you know just want to unplug and um, you know like just Good just man. be part of nature. You know what I mean, Ben? It, oh, 100%. It's like you just want to be yeah. out there and just breathe it in because you know you get trapped in the especially during the pandemic right now. Everyone's working from home. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. want to get out, right? So well, that's where yeah. that's where we yeah. made Ben walk to the top of a mountain. What? Oh, I saw that picture. That, that yeah. looks like fun, actually. I hike weekly, man. Screw you. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but we had to get you out in nature for your trip. We couldn't, we well, couldn't let you, like, stay un, un, unconnected. Well, Monty, thank you for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. But, uh, yeah, but... unfortunately, nothing, not not in terms of food-wise, there's nothing really special to report oh. But well, well... But I say the hike, the cave, has always been my favorite place to go. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That that I really want to check out. I've, Taryn and I really want to go up to Canada, and that sounds like a really beautiful place to go. Then you should come. Yeah, we should. <laughs> there, we also want to go to Banff. Oh, I want to go to Banff. I haven't been. So. Yeah, we want, we, want to, we want to drive to Banff with the dogs. But, yeah, enough about me. Come on. Tell me, you guys. You guys had the best time, it sounds like. All right. Some of us did. What do you mean? Come on, it's Ben's <laughs> bachelor party, so it was the professional wrestlers who didn't seem to be having a good time. Professional that is, wrestlers. That and the sixteen-hour drive you guys went on to get hey, no, there. The six, the sixteen-hour drive was character building. Yeah. Um, well, having well, done let's... that drive, it's uh, uh, mad respect, yo. So let's let's start the journey at the beginning. It is Ben. Ben is comfortably in his bed in Los Angeles, California. Well, he's probably like eating dinner, mm-hmm. um, or or still working. When uh, four of us, two of our frequent guests on the show, Nick and Kyle, myself and our friend Charlotte, uh, endeavored to drive from Chicago, Illinois, to Estes Park up in the beautiful mountains of Colorado. And, uh, well, if you followed us on Instagram and you can still find the videos there now, uh, it was a bit of a fever dream. Um, I will say the DeKalb, uh, highway 80 Oasis does have an absolutely excellent Panda Express when they are actively trying to close the restaurant while we're ordering our food. Um, <laughs> while, when, uh, the, the way the trip was really, was really set into motion was when Charlotte went up to order. And the guy started, you know, piling her food into her bowl and her manager leans in and goes, just start telling them we don't have anything left. Wait, wait, you're talking about, <laughs> did you say Panda Express? Yeah. Yes. At, at, Matt, at, I'm, at a, I'm so highway, disappointed in you. At a, at a highway oasis, which is an over, like a highway overpass. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you guys <laughs> put that in your mouth. <laughs> it was the, 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 uh, the Chow Fung was... Oh my Edible. god! No. Uh, but that that set the tone for what was a mind-numbing 16-hour drive. Um, but thankfully, we made it into the beautiful, beautiful peaks of uh, Colorado. Had a wonderful, actually, surprisingly enough, a Cajun breakfast in Boulder. Oh, um, could you a, please describe what is a Cajun breakfast? I'm curious. <laughs> Uh, well, so 
Or is that uh, a dirty your... slang? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it's like it's like breakfast that has like tomato. I got like tomatoes and salsa. It was like thick biscuits and gravy, heavily peppered um, beignets, which are a type of French donut. Um, fresh po- cup of coffee. It's really just kind of like good Southern food with a little bit of like gumboy. Like there's some. There was like. Uh, one of us had like a little a sh- bit of French inspiration. Yeah, a little bit of French and a little bit of South, and, and you get your Cajun. Mm-hmm. Um, so like imagine like, you know, like ima- imagine having like a PB like a like a Mart. No, what's what's like a classic Cajun drink, Ben? Cajun like a- drink? I don't know, sweet tea? Not really. Yeah, ima- imagine having imagine having sweet tea with a shot of vodka in it with like your scrambled eggs and you got a Cajun breakfast. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, it's I'll good. It huh? I'll 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 let that slide. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I, I'll let I, that pass. It was a Cajun place, and they had breakfast. <laughs> uh, right. Next, though, uh, but then we arrived at the beautiful Stanley Hotel, and mm. in a in a in a flash of unconsciousness and disillusion, suddenly we went from the Stanley all the way to the uh famous pub uh in um estes park and i just had it yeah the okay yeah so from there ben 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 had a uh a little bit of a fun time getting in on the airplane i was stuck on the plane for a while yeah uh how long were you stuck on the tarmac ben like an hour yeah an hour (laughs) wait what you say it was like it was like 45 minutes on each end yeah, so like, that's, you know, oh, a little too I, much. I, I mean, I mean, I wasn't really bitching about it because these other guys drove for almost a day, so I was like, "This is fine." Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I spent I spent the time I spent the time playing Duke Nukem Critical Mass on Nintendo DS, which is the most broken game that has a notable IP attached to it ever. <laughs> oh, um, I, I mean, like no one hear, hears about this game because Duke Nukem Forever came out a month afterwards. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, genuinely, genuinely broken game. Like actually, this game was not finished, and yet they oh, still. No. Was it? Was it? So. Is it the one of the Duke Nukem's that it's a side like? size yes. yeah platformer yes. right yes Ugh. i know it's, which way you're talking about there's the bones of a good game in there but they just like did 50 percent of the game and then they yeah. released it <laughs> two years two years behind schedule as well figure oh, that out man. oh no well all right well going back to the trip yeah i was like getting back to it as is our <laughs> hey normal. that was the trip for me yeah that was part of the trip actually no we stayed on topic this time um, but, uh, we, we were awaiting the, the illustrious arrival of Ben, um, guest star and winner of around the world in 50 questions, John, uh, and regular biggest fan, uh, Mason, uh, to, to shepherd Ben to the wonderful peaks of Estes park where we met at the Wapanabi Colorado pub. Yeah. Which and... cost $400. <laughs> yeah, it did. What the fuck did you guys order that it cost $400? <laughs> it was all the Nothing shots. Nothing else. Oh Nothing else that we spent money on, on the trip, even approached that number. Really flexing your privilege here, Ben. <laughs> God. 
Uh, but despite the the price point of the Wapanapi Colorado pub, we ate testicles. Yeah, we we had Rocky Mountain oysters, um, which are famously giant bull testicles, thinly sliced and deep fried. They were. Fine. I thought they were good. Yeah, they were fine. Um, it was fun eating testicle. Um, yeah. But then we made our way back to what the, the fact that they're to, like yellow is disconcerting. Yeah, when you slice them in half, they're bright yellow. <laughs> but then, yeah, it's, it's uh, um, but then after after a, a beautiful lunch with tons of uh, cocktails and some other fun activities, we made it to the internationally famous, the horror famous, the absolutely wonderful and comfortable. Stanley Hotel. Ben, can you tell Monty and our listeners yeah, why the so, Stanley Hotel is so cool? So I've heard of the it. Stanley, yeah. Right. So yeah. Stephen King visited the Stanley Hotel back in the mm-hmm. day, and it gave him the inspiration for The Shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not film any of The Shining movie at the Stanley Hotel, even though it served as the inspiration. However, the movie, the uh, miniseries did the far- film several scenes at the Stanley Hotel. The arguably superior 1997 miniseries that's nah. a lot more faithful to the books. And not nearly um, as good as the And they still story. have some props in there. I got a picture in front of the mini Stanley Hotel. Which yeah, which is really there. cool. It was really cool. And so like. It, it, it was very strange because, you know, yeah, we go there because it's the Shining Hotel. And my idea was let's go here because Rebecca will never have interest. Uh, I wasn't expecting the hotel to be as awesome as it is. Yeah, I want to like, go accepting back. accepting all this stuff. We'll get there. I'm so but, jealous. Um, but, I, but I had uh, a good time. I feel ben like a better time than most people. Because I was the one person who came there, not because of the movie, but because of the miniseries. So yes. go me. Well, there were there were there were the miniseries lovers there. There were there, was there not. were a few. It was yeah, me. there were no there like was not the staff members. <laughs> I I I taught the staff member who gave us the ghost tour dissed the movie. Yeah, well, well, no the way. Are you serious? Tour, yeah, at the Not beginning the of the tour, he was he was like, yeah, the yeah, you know, the movie wasn't filmed here, but the much worse miniseries was. Well, yeah, because he has a good opinion. I'm like, what I'm the talking hell? The late the lady in the gift shop. Have you likes, ever even watched it. the miniseries, Matt? Yes. Then no comment. Wow, <laughs> you're trashing something without even commenting on it. God, just like my father. I can't tell if Ben is, is being. I can't tell if Ben is being like sarcastic or. No, well, he's, I like the he's music. just expressing look, how. I have the, the movie he likes is worse. I haven't watched the miniseries since I was like a teenager. Okay, so it could be that the movie is not aged, but we would watch the movie and the miniseries back to back multiple times, and I like the characterization of Jack Torrance in the miniseries a lot more than the Jack Nicholson version because it's a lot more nuanced, you know? But it's a lot, it's a lot, worse a lot more of an overall story. How like the, the fuck story- would you know, man? You haven't watched it. <laughs> yes, I have. How the fuck would you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? How do they represent Tony in the movie? He's reading the Wikipedia now. <laughs> I don't, we, we don't need to talk How they represent about Tony in the movie? Well, Ben, How they represent like, Tony in the movie? Huh? Huh? Visually? Huh? 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 How? 
How? Oh, How visual? Visuals. You, you know what? Yeah, with let your me, eyes, you guys, guys. Let me let me be the shea butter here. I I gotta ask <laughs> you guys the question. Did you guys go find room twenty two seventeen? So uh, okay. we stayed next to it. So Ooh. you did it. Me and Kyle and Nick slept Ooh. in the room next to the room, and I not once, not twice, but three separate times. We had Kyle had two direct ghost encounters in our room. No, um, oh, please two, tell. Please at tell. Thir- so, okay, so at first, the first thing that happened is um, we felt like the, do- the door shook in the middle of the night. Shook. And then I, like, they, like, like someone, like, shook the doorknob or was, like, scratching at the door. Okay. Um, and there is a famous ghost uh, of a dog that lives in, in the main building and an old, and an old like, I think, uh, like, server, like a, like a maid. Um, who's known to come around the building and that was kind of creepy and that will kyle up and then i i had repeatedly very strange dreams like about mm. being being followed around in the hotel about being watched like a like this like it was like i also had a dream where we were all guest stars on an episode of ghost hunters and <laughs> and instead of and ben instead of yelling at the ghost was just insulting the people leading the show and then, and then that sounds like something I that would do. Like it was it was a great like dream. He, the, 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 I can't remember the the guy's names from the TV show. I was like, "Come here, ghost! You were you scared of us?" And Ben goes, "No, you're the one who are scared." And then just yeah, it was great. It was a good dream. Um, I'm team ghost. Yeah, you were, you were team ghost, and I was like, "That's weird." And then I woke up and mm-hmm. it, I looked at my phone, and it was about two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, weird. I wonder why I woke up. And, the, and then I, I kind of looked her, and the room was the room was cold, but it was like much colder than it was before we went to bed. Okay. And I was like, fuck this. And it's like, I put my headphones up, like pulled the blanket up and went to sleep. But you guys, sleep. was someone staying in the room in two, 217 or? 215. We were in two, 217 is booked out for the next four years. They said oh, 10 so years. there are people. Ten staying years, next in ten there. years. Yeah, then the room yeah. is booked out every week for the next ten years. So, um, I, but I but like the, the, to... well, actually, hold on. there was one more big ghost encounter that we had. Right. So I had my scary dreams. Uh, Kyle and I both heard the door jingle. Uh, but at about two forty-eight in the evening, um, Kyle was woken up by what morning. he said. Yeah, two. Sorry, two forty-eight in the morning. Kyle was woken up by what felt distinctly and exactly like someone sitting on the end of our bed. He said he he felt the mattress to like push down and he felt the weight of the bed and it was it was it was a strong enough pressure that it woke him up. Wait, so we're okay, let me just get this picture straight. Like was it just you and Kyle in one room and where, where so was Ben? Was, so Kyle Kyle, Nick and Charlotte and I were in in 215. Okay. And ben Ben Mason and John were in 211 down the hall. Yeah. Oh, down our our like, like our, feet, our but yes. yeah yeah like two doors over our yeah. our room was the room closest to the institution yeah you're you're sharing the wall to 217 yeah oh my god and, and not only that but we actually got to take the nighttime ghost tour mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, which was wonderful i i i feel like i need to take the time to also express there are two stanley hotels Really, and I'm not talking about the lodges at the Stanley Hotel. That's one third scale of the main Stanley. Yeah, the mini Stanley. Um, the there's the Stanley Hotel. That's the ghost thing from the movie. 
Mm -hmm. And that's all the ghost stories that are like real, you know, kayfabe. It's like, there was a dog here. There was a woman here named Kathy and Kathy died by hanging herself. It's like (laughs) she was thrown out in the snow at night. Like, if anyone's ever ridden the Jungle Cruise, like, that's the sort of vibe yeah. oh, it has. Very, okay. very like, fun and, and lighthearted. It's, it's uh, chintzy the, but approachable. Yeah, the, the, the keys behind the front desk to 17 has a different key, and it's facing the other direction. Or the gift <laughs> shop is, like exclusively it's like merch. mostly shining merch but there, like, i've, I've never seen the miniseries like i've never seen so many so many products labeled with red rum in my life i know i was about to say yeah uh <laughs> but then there's the other half of the hotel which is just a really nice hotel they have a beautiful yeah. patio the restaurant looks really nice whiskey um, they have the largest whiskey selection in colorado so it's and like they also have a seance at night so, is it like a, a theatrical seance? Oh, did you guys check no, that out? Or? We fuck you. You have to book no, it like we, day of. Oh, we did the ghost tour instead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. And the ghost, but, the ghost tour by was the, by excellent. the time it was late enough for the seance. I I, I oh, think yeah. the not sleeping for two days finally caught up to well, Matt's like, camp. Not not sleeping a few a few drinks and a large meal. We were in a different goddamn dimension. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. I was so out of it. Nick just straight up went to bed. Yeah, Nick literally left the tour about like ten minutes in. Was like, I'm going to sleep. So he went to the he went to the bedroom next to two seventeen. Yeah, by himself. Oh my god. See, man, I gotta say though, I'm disappointed in you, honestly, because I because because you feel a ghostly presence. And you huddled up. I'd be like, I'd I'd let down the sheets. I'd be like, come I, take I, me. I huddled spirit. up because it was fucking freezing and I wanted to sleep. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the AC? I was, it, no, I, it was, the AC was on and it was very, it was cool in there. It just was extra cold when I woke up at two in the morning. Do you sleep in your underwear or naked? <laughs> well, I sleep naked, but unfortunately Kyle was too uncomfortable to allow me to sleep in my natural habitat. Oh my god. So I so I was dressed more warmly than I normally sleep. Oh my man. I wish so I, I had was lo- I had I had long pants on and, and I think I had no I didn't have a shirt. I had long but I had long pants like long sleeping pants on and I was fucking chilly. <laughs> and I'm gonna blame the ghosts. What about four oh one? I heard that's the most creepiest room in the hotel. We we didn't we didn't get to go up and explore the rest of the residential parts of the hotel, mm-hmm. um, because they're kind of like we don't want you bothering our guests. Um, oh, 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 so okay, like so I like see. if you yeah, want to if enough. you want to go and look at everything, I did get um and I and I believe it's posted on the Instagram, but I'll I'll send it to you now, Monty, for your yep. review. I did get one pretty solid ghost photo. <gasps> oh, um, and Ben, you've you seen it. I did. Is it it's, Ben? What what did you think? I know you have a more logical mindset. Skeptical. Uh, I don't know how Matt took the photos. So <laughs> I'll just say it's real. <laughs> All right, here, here, Matt. Look, I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it, and you tell me. If the you see the it photos goes. they showed us on the ghost tour were, were worse, than, were this worse than this one. This is this is the most. I'll give you uh, look okay. at this. What am I looking at here? Bottom left. Right looks, below, look at the okay. like the, it's like the a door, curve. right? Yeah. There's 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 something in the door. It's a head. 
Yeah. You're on the bottom and of the, the door. Yeah, the bottom of there's a face. Do you see it? Like it's yeah, like, it's, yeah. like it's like it's like it's bent over like a dumpster. Like a it looks like it's folded into a square, like it was shoved into like a like a, a chest box. or something. Yeah. Or or it looks like someone's head got chopped off and left there. Yeah. yeah. That and that's that's no tomfoolery. That is a legitimate quick snapped photo without flash. <laughs> I think it's sort that of, is I think that is the original photograph that I. Took. I think it sort of looks like that uh, Jesus painting that that woman who didn't have any skills like painted over and made it look like a monkey. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, is 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 kind of a match of it, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's there. Gosh. It's there. It's an insult to you, uh, Matt. <laughs> I'll take it. It is not. It is not. But it does that, look like a, a, it does a look gentleman like a from the back, you know, the back in the twenties, right? Like the mustache yeah. and stuff like that. But so, so, so that's our that's our ghost encounter. Um, Interesting. And the the rest of the next day, we did something really cool, and mm-hmm. I'll quickly shout this out. Oh, we have I, a, I also oh. at night went through the hedge maze, which is now a like a juniper maze. It's a, yes, a juniper maze because there aren't hedges yeah, anymore. Yeah, because well, because mm-hmm. the deer ate elk. the the or the elk ate the hedges. Oh. Um, yeah, so they kept also, planting hedge mazes in the elk. I, I did see it when it was uh, when it was a hedge maze. Back yes, we yeah we were but that was added in post movie yep um so anyway i i I just want to say the actual hotel itself is super relaxing i really want to come back there i I mean like and and estes park is a is an absolutely stunning place yeah the uh, it is a bit of a tourist town yeah the next day before we left we went up the i think they said it was the first tram car designed for tourism yeah it was the first ever tra- opened uh, in 1955 yep, the uh, it took estes us park aerial tramway yeah it took us up to the top of one of the larger mountains in estes park well and we spent the morning uh walking up to the peak and then feeding a bunch of chipmunks which that was adorable. so strange <laughs> no i swear strange. Okay. so at the top of this mountain there are thousands of chipmunks who live in the like these like tall these like craggy rocks up top and just run around i guess that's like their natural thousands. yeah it was terrifying and charlotte charlotte was apoplectic i've never seen someone was so angry. happy oh uh i was trying <laughs> Ec- i was static elated uh yeah we'll go with elated i i was like i was trying to go with like a like a frothing we're looking at the for mouth. ecstatic yeah oh, i guess uh, i just i just i just associate she was very happy with being like like overwhelmingly apoplectic is overwhelmingly angry well that but happy ecstatic did you yeah, get overjoyed my final question did you guys get to check out the the basement area or Oh, we did. Did they take you guys down there? We did. They took us into the tunnels, actually. (gasps) The underground employee tunnels, which a man at the dog park I go to said was the most most genuinely haunted place he's ever been in his life. It is pretty. It's pretty eerie down there. There's not a lot left because a lot of it caved in on itself. Well, because uh, a, McDo- to... a McDonald's uh, used depth charges to blow out the foundation down the street. So and it collapsed all the tunnels. That's what they said. I believe him. <laughs> I am sure <laughs> you do. Yeah, what? What? Hey, you got to trust the man on the tour. 
I, Dan McDonald's looked really flat. I, what? It was trust, even ground. What the I heck? trust his burial of the McDonald's as much as I trust a lot of his other commentary. He was a great tour guide. He was a fantastic tour He was guide. a fantastic tour guide. He dealt okay. with our BS very well. We had, we had yeah. a dodgy situation, and man, did he handle it. He handled it exactly mwah, perfecto. Ben, it was been at peak sass for about he, four seconds, and it was just mwah. You know yeah, what? He was, I a, think, he was a real knockout. I think I I think we got a topic <laughs> planned for our Halloween episode if we do one. Like, oh, we should really? talk about the haunt, uh, haunted places that we've actually ventured to. Ooh, I've been to, I've actually been to a, quite a few. I have oh, not same been here. to them. Yeah. I haven't gone out of my way necessarily, but like in my in like the traveling I've done, like I've ended up just at like like ver like like a various number of like disturbingly haunted places. There's oh, probably man. a lot of places that I've been to and I just don't know that they're considered yeah. very haunted. Uh but if we get to that episode, I will share something personal with you guys. I'll, I'll save right. it for that. Save, save it. it That's a tease. Episode. A yeah. Monty tease. Well, <laughs> a Montees. Well, a Montees. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, get some appetizers with the Monteezer. Um, well, okay, after, yeah. So after that, yeah. After yeah. That. So, so after yeah, so a we, beautiful we fed day the chipmunks. Park, yeah. The, climbed the a mountain. Chi- yeah, and then fed the chipmunks more. Yes. <laughs> oh, also heads up, uh, the Stanley Hotel gift shop. The the shining stuff really expensive. The not shining stuff, much cheaper. So get yes. some of that stuff because it's a lot less tacky and kitschy. Okay. I got a gr- I, I got a that. great towel. Yeah, I got an ornament and a uh, poster. Oh damn, Matt! You should have told me you guys were gonna stop by there. I would have told you to help me pick up something. Oh damn! Oh, I, I didn't even think about it. Next, <laughs> time, I have a. We'll uh, be back. I, right. I have a I have a book on the history of the Stanley Hotel. Would you like that, Monty? Nah, it's okay. It's fine. It's your book. I don't want to take it from you. I mean, I can, I can, I mean, I can just send it to you. It's... <laughs> All right, we'll discuss right. this off air. <laughs> anyway, well, okay. So from we, there, we leave, we leave Estes Park for Denver, we... Colorado. Yeah, we go to Denver, which is a little more woo bachelor party. Yas Queen. There was a um, lot of Yas Queen in the Yas? whole trip. Yeah, and a lot yeah, of mainly. listening to the song WAP. Yas Queen. <laughs> Lay the house, uh, lay the ho- boots the house down, mama. Yep. Mm-hmm. A young man told me that that's what you're supposed to say after saying yas queen. <laughs> well, well, we didn't necessarily say yas queen when we got there, but we boots did the have house some, down, mama. We had some El Nona's Mexican. You can also El replace it with Gaga. Apparently. Uh, ben, just ben, a motherly figure. Ben had a great order of nachos and a shout out to okay, the staff so like, member that was trying really hard. So El Noah Noah, some of the worst beef enchiladas I've ever had, but <laughs> anything they had with beans in it, delicious, was killer. The bean dip, mm. great. The nachos, a knockout. Like anything with nachos in it, great. Everything else, me. Yeah. <laughs> well so, then. Like it was, it wasn't as much of a knockout as the Stanley. I mean, yeah. man, okay. that place. Ultimate that, that knockout. place, that place would put you on Twice your ass over. so fast you you would forget you were in an elevator. Um, but from from there, after after some 
interesting Mexican food. Uh, we had we, we checked into our Airbnb, and we will neglect to discuss the Airbnb location. They had uh, arcade shit, though. Yeah, they did have arcade things, and we did play a rousing game of beer like, pong. Both in, in the residence? I wouldn't call there it were, rousing. <laughs> there were uh, there were three full-size arcade machines. There was a, oh. the Simpsons arcade game. They were not full-size. Uh, they were arcade one-ups. Still very cool, wow. but just to clarify. For my so own not story. the original, like, Big, big, ginormous. No, no. Oh, okay. They were still Those pretty big. They were really fucking cool. I, you, you know, Monty, I had the chance to get a uh, an original Donkey Kong like tabletop arcade machine. Mm-hmm. And I almost got it was like four hundred bucks, but I was asking around, and it's the the upkeep on those old arcades is just so expensive because yeah. they're all like custom parts. Yes. Yeah. Broke my heart. Uh, um. But from there, uh, we had a great time at uh, True Brewing in Denver, which was had some great beer and some great uh, chicken wings. But our first big event of the night was at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton, Colorado, which is a small suburb just outside of downtown Denver. And we saw a great movie, a very fun movie that it's a great surprise. And you really want the people watching it to go into it not knowing what they're going to get so they can have the kind of subversive flip that people normally do. And Which is funny because after the movie, everyone was like, well, thank God we we knew in advance what this was because otherwise we would have hated this. <laughs> yeah, so we went to see, we went to see uh, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, which the is... The one Halloween without Michael Myers. Blah, yes, blah, blah. and is notorious for the fact that John Carpenter said the only way they would do it is if Michael wasn't in it. Blah, 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 blah. It's a great movie. It's really fun. It's wacky. So, but Ben, what do you what do you think of the movie outside of the like stupid pitch? Wait, for it? Has, has, oh has, yeah, hold on. My question is, hold on, hold on. Has Ben watched? Uh, season yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. All right. It's got one I of think, the best movie. Co- it's one of my favorite yeah, I, horror covers of all time for like a VHS like cover yeah. box. It is really cool, even though it has yeah, nothing I, to do with the movie. <laughs> I thought the movie was fine. I liked it a bit more this time around. Um, I definitely, yeah, it, it hit better. It the, does. I did go into it with my brain more so, remembering the plot to the Ghostbusters episodes about the attacking masks more than I remembered <laughs> what this movie was actually about. So I was pleasantly surprised halfway through when it wasn't the Ghost uh, Goosebumps episode I thought it was. So I will say... When you think of the movie as not a Halloween movie, it becomes very clear how much of a Halloween movie it is. Yes. Yeah. Because because like the the robot FBI agents or whatever, they act as Michael Myers analogs. Yeah, one hundred percent. What what I like about the movie is that well, what I think is interesting about it more more so is um. One, I feel like instead of him doing an anthology of Halloween movies afterwards, because yeah. no one liked that. That was, was originally the plan. Into an anthology series. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like he just channeled that into his late 90s. I feel like his late 90s run is essentially what that would have looked like. Yep. Uh, because. He would have made the good Western vampire movie, which would have been just the first 20 minutes of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> because, number two, Season of the Witch is the lost movie in the John Carpenter Apocalypse Quadrilogy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you for bringing this up. Ben. That is you, true, yeah. 
That is yeah. true. Yeah. Because they mean, succeed. It's... They successfully, like, and it has the ambiguous ending, like Prince yep. of Darkness, just like the thing, unlike in the Mouth of Madness, because it's the best one. Um, it, it, it ends in a situation where they've lost, and the only thing left is madness and death. Mm. And it, yeah, like, to Ben's point, it really is, like, the hidden... If it was called just Season of the Witch, it definitely would be considered part of the Apocalypse trilogy. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it follows every. I mean, I feel like it's more successfully realized by the other movies in the Apocalypse trilogy, but yes. I'm, oh, I'm happy that we can add to, uh, add to his legacy yes. in this way. So, uh, anyway, but, before but, yeah. the movie started, Matt and I were really rearing to have a great time ourselves and for everyone else to kind of suffer, you know? Uh, also, Alamo Drafthouse, pretty really solid great. food. Like, like nothing that's going to be earth-shattering, but, like, all things considered, big thumbs up. Yeah. Mm. Um, a, a lot better than, like, Movie Tavern, which is the Kentucky equivalent uh anyway so what happens matt right when we're about to kick off the movie what lasts about 10 <laughs> minutes too long so so we're sitting there and like, da, I'm, da. yeah i'm i'm used to like when i go to the horror screenings for like cool like re-showings and movies like this usually someone comes on and goes this is a cool movie john carpenter did this wild thing let's have fun everyone a good time right that's all yeah. you need you, you need 30 seconds to hype everyone up who's seen the movie if you haven't seen the movie, you're clearly there to see it, right? No. We got a 10-minute podcast to open up the movie explaining the joke, over-explaining the joke, telling you again that it's not just a regular Halloween movie, and being like, well, man, it does all these cool things, and you know it's actually become a cult classic, so you better love it. I almost stood up and yelled Bennett the look on Ben and I's face mm-hmm. when the third minute of discussion came in and then it, it just kept going to another presenter repeating the same thing and then back again to the first one it was oh, really God. like so bad it was really we have five minutes to fill in one minute of content yeah she ran uh, out of stuff to talk about and so they just kept going back to it I'm like there's two of you guys oh to court- like look Lord. I'm not saying that fourth time's the charm's the greatest podcast no, no, ever. Yeah, yeah, but we're what better. What I am saying <laughs> is that when we run out of shit to say, we stop. And good night, everybody. <laughs> and, and we'll find out later. Yeah. yeah. Part two. We could split this perfectly into a part two right there. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go that much longer. <laughs> uh, we got to talk like, about Rocky Mountain so, Pro. So they pretty much spoiled everything everyone's mood and everything. yeah i mean i mean it turns out that afterwards everyone seemed to enjoy the movie more than they would have if they came into it thinking it's a michael myers movie but like me personally i was salty about it but we still had a great time Um, we did i'm i'm glad we did it yeah um i will not dwell on things that i would have changed about the trip because ben had a good time no, that's the important part, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I would. I would like to say now, since Matt introduced it, uh, could not have asked for a better <sighs> party. It was. <sighs> it was. <laughs> I. I. I know. I know. Matt has his complaints and stuff, but I don't. I, have, I don't have a single complaint about the trip. I would just now, in retrospect, with more information, optimize it. 
Sure. Yeah, you would have swapped the second and third days. Well, I, I, uh, I, I would like to. I would have. Okay. To, okay. You know, I'll, I'll be there in spirit, I guess. So. <laughs> well, no. Well, we will organize a four times the charm travel adventure one day. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. But uh, but no, Matt, you did a wonderful <laughs> job, and I could not have asked for anything better from Stop this good of a person. Me. That is awesome. So, uh, so moving so, on though. Yeah. So, uh, so, so the next day was just kind of a day of, of, of enjoyment for ourselves. We went to a, yeah, we cool watched everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Yeah. So we yeah. can, yeah. Ben, what did I, you I think enjoyed of that, that I thought it was really fun. I, I feel like it's a great intro movie to more heady films. Yeah. It's a great way to get into they, like more complex yeah. house. It was, it's, I'm it's, really glad we watched enter the void before we watched that movie. Yes, right. Oh my gosh, Enter the Void. <laughs> Classic. Ben and I um, got motion sickness watching that. But I have to say oh it was God, a really good movie. It was yeah. worth it. Yeah. Could not imagine watching that in theaters. The um <laughs> But yeah, the next day we went to a collectible store. Was that was that Saturday? Or was that Sunday? That was morning? Saturday. That was fifty. That was Saturday morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a, uh, we had we had, a, we had a nice casual hour and forty five minute brunch experience at a crepe place. We're doing crepe. Where the where the where the where the crepe lady was sixteen years old. Yeah, there was and the only person who knew how to make a crepe. Kitchen. I mean, the, I just felt that I'm like, what do we do? Because we can't. Up it's what do we do? Upset. Yeah, like yeah, because there was no a sixteen-year-old. No, but I was. I Nick was having a mental breakdown, but I was fine. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, um, it was a nice, relaxing part of the day. Nick had a mental breakdown. <laughs> he we well, we were waiting for like over. Oh, well, that kind of situation. My yeah. my prediction is when we get older, Nick is going to be the Karen of the group. Oh yeah, <laughs> he won't listen to us, so we can say yeah. this, but it's totally yes. true. Because <laughs> I, I was Someone's like, yell I felt like it was going to be either you or I. I I felt like it was rumbling deep down inside of him, and yeah. when she came by and didn't have food, I I like saw his mouth opening to say, "Can I speak to your manager?" And he didn't. Yeah. Oh, credit I credit see. where credits due. He did not. Someday. <laughs> Uh, but but the big event of Saturday, the big oh, climax, yes. the main event, oh, was um, was Rocky, Rocky Mountain, Mountain Pro. Pro charged. So uh, Rocky Mountain Pro is an independent wrestling promotion and Al Snow's uh, training training center. Yeah, where one of the main trainers is former WWE F wrestler Al Snow. Uh, a lot of people oh, saw cool. him as one of the trainers on Tough Enough. He was not there. Oh, uh, he didn't oh, bring the head. <laughs> D'Lo Brown was there. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, D'Lo Brown did commentary. He was doing the head wobble. Yeah, uh, nice. So, so here, here's here's the thing. Uh, and let me put <laughs> let me put into context for you, Monty, what level of wrestling this is. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we'll just reduce this to America, so I'm not bloviating for too long. Top promotions, AEW, WWE. That's where everyone wants to be. Step below that are the super indies, which are places that are either known nationally or they tour 
they're, uh, they're, across the country. They're the yes. one Michelin star. Like they're, they're if you're in the city, they're worth going out of your way to go to. But more you like travel to them. More like they're the AAA baseball team. Yeah, um, I like the food. So like okay. GCW, PWG, MLW, they have national recognition, um, but they're still not like a, a main guy, and you're still not going to make great money there. Uh, they're really places to get discovered. Then there are regional indies. That's like beyond wrestling, um, or uh, or uh, wrestle like wrestling with a cause or with or without freelance. a cause wrestling in uh, the Pacific Northwest. Freelance wrestling. In These Chicago. are like professional indies that if you're like two hours out, you might drive in for uh, pretty regular wrestling. shows. Yeah. Uh, These are you know, shows small... that you only go to if you're like, you've been watching pro wrestling for a very long time or you're like brothers wrestling. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. but they still have really good quality wrestling. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Then there is the sort of outlaw indies, which are real like small stuff that don't get a lot of coverage, just local wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to see jerry lawler wrestle a guy dressed up like doink the clown i like when we saw mvp (laughs) in in like a dining hall yeah and then at the bottom are wrestling promotions based out of wrestling schools which are probably Mm -hmm. on the same level as the outlaw ones but these are promotions that have mainly people who are training or or graduated from the school so like wrestling pro wrestling create a pro wrestling out of the northeast um and these are like they're they're new right so you might have some gems but there's a lot of fresh babiness to it okay and that was that was what rocky mountain pro is um yeah it's, it's a place for people who have been doing it too long and can't get attention or have just started so, oh, that's a, I don't know if that sounds like a good thing or a bad thing. But. So, for reference, <laughs> yeah, they had a quote unquote pay per view, a big event for them mm-hmm. on Friday. Okay, mm-hmm. Saturday at noon, they taped a month of television, which means everyone show, which means everyone has two matches, and everyone shows up for one or two promos. We okay. went to the second taping on the same day where they on the same day after they had a show the day before where they take show in the morning. another month of shows. Well, no, the, for the Friday, the Friday show is the pay-per-view. The Friday show is the pay-per-view yeah. Saturday afternoon. They tape a month of TV Saturday evening. They tape a second month of TV where the same people do two more matches Everyone does more yep. promos. And I got to say, after like, once you realize you've seen the whole roster. Twice. Yeah. It, 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 you're, that you're going to see them all twice. Oh, man. And, it, ta- and, it, it and takes a hit. It's the, cool, though, because like, you know, we were waiting to get in and like you hear the wrestlers like going over how their matches are going to go. We made up about a quarter of the audience. Yeah, and 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 when you look at the angle on, if you go on YouTube, you can find Rocky Mountain Pro. 
Yeah. Um, and they have all of their episodes up there and you will see us on there soon. Um, but three weeks, three weeks where we were sitting, we are on hard camera the entire time. Oh, because, because they had so few people there that they put them all on one side. So it was, it was an arena of less than 40 people watching this and (laughs) most of which were friends of the people on the show and and weren't very so they like come in and come out yeah but was it did you have did you get just get your entertainment value out of it for it sounds like you guys we did yeah no we got we got a lot of value out of the experience because like like, it sounds like it's like you guys got to a show where you have your own it's kind of like VIP, you know what I mean? It's like performances yeah. for you guys. Right? Yeah, so yeah, it's the like issue, VIP PBR. The issue we had is that we're trying to like help the people and like cheer for the right guys and boo the bad guys. Uh, yeah. But the issue is that in pro wrestling, especially if you're not dealing with a familiar audience, which none of these people are because they yep. get like 41 views a week on YouTube. Which is you should which is fine. It's more than us. You should like make it clear if you're a good guy or a bad guy, and these or people just would... come out. So like oh, we have to guess okay. if they're good or bad, and we know we screw up because they'll come out later in the night and they're clearly a well, good guy. We're well, like, so oh no! Well, but but here's the thing: is it it doesn't it doesn't come out later in the night? It'll be next week on television. Just the same seven people will who spent an entire cheering. match enthusiastically <laughs> booing this person mm-hmm. while aggressively cheering for clearly the bad guy, and you could hear the crowd, you could hear the commentary occasion going, "Wow, I guess the the crowd's really behind him tonight." And then, and then a week awesome. later, a week later, we're oh well, a week later, which we're is twenty minutes yeah. later for us, we're flipped. And you can see the guy at one point, one of the performers goes, yeah, you see, you're supposed to cheer for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, how are we supposed, like, that's a fan, like, that is what shows you look, what good look, wrestling what, is. Look, when yeah. you come out against an opponent dressed like Dora the Explorer, and it looks like she's <laughs> yeah. never wrestled a match in her life. Yeah. You're not the face in that match anymore. <laughs> Wait, how, uh, how how did you I don't know. Though? I I li- I liked Lola the Adventurer. Yeah. I did too. Lola the Adventurer was all was okay. Was she, was she good? Like was she did she What do you define as good? Yeah, yeah, I was going to no, say like, like, I mean yeah. like did, did she, was there a lot of like, you know, acrobatics, you know, no. and stuff like oh, no. okay. This but was like, uh, if that's some, your barometer, no one was good. Yeah. There was one guy who exclusively quotes Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. I bought his shirt. He was my <laughs> most. He, it was the guy I was most impressed with. Uh, his name is Sugar Free. Yeah, his ain't no sugar. Char- no sugar. Yeah, his character is he hates sugar, but <laughs> he comes out to the ring. But he so so his catchphrase is put that cookie down. Yeah. yeah um but he like is he uh, diabetic or something man no, no, he just no hates sugar. We'll, we'll, we'll see the we'll see the trick is he always comes out with a slurpee and, and, and but when anyone asks him empty. about it 
But whenever someone asks him about it, he says, yeah. no, I'm holding this for a friend. This isn't my <laughs> Slurpee. That's awesome. Oh, my God. So so Sugar Free says, Hold is, my is my guy. I, I, I bought his shirt as I was leaving. And the guy was like, wow, he hasn't sold a lot of these. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I I do hold I I you know, I'm not necessarily a fan of talking a lot of shit um about people who can't defend themselves, but I will say that I will, I don't know this man's name. Uh but it was a real highlight of the evening when we were standing in line and one of the the people who was working the door uh was like, you know, trying to you know, doing his best to have like a conversation with us, right? It just like yeah. Who are you guys? We've never seen you before in this 20 person crowd. And oh, we're like, oh yeah, you know, like we've we've been to quite a few indie shows around <laughs> oh, the country. Yeah. And, and the guy goes, Oh, oh, cool, which ones? So and, so then I so he asks me, Oh, which ones have you been to? I've been like, oh man, you know, I've been to GCW, PWG, Freelance, Anarchy Pro. Some I've of the well, to- and you mentioned like four of the biggest indies in the entire country. Indies and, that like there's a chance your casual WWE fan will know exist. Yes. Like like and it's like and Ben's being very nice and I mentioned a few names and then what what was the one? Because Ben Ben then says some like small. Oh like, yeah. Then I'm then I mentioned because there's a a two luchadors own a clothing store out here and they have mm-hmm. wrestling shows like once every three months and he goes oh. Yeah, I think I've heard of that one. <laughs> and, and, but like, and it, and Ben, you you misrepresented. It was, it was, oh yeah, I know. I think I've heard of that one. <laughs> and yeah, like the yeah, most yeah. dismissive, <laughs> catty, like, oh, you've been to all these other indies? Like, like the mother, like you mentioned, you mentioned indies that their alumni have performed on. And this dude no sold the shit. I also think he was mad at Ben for ordering two family packages. Why? Yeah, I think he was mad about that. He was. He was very upset because Ben, yeah. there was, there was, there was eight of us, and there was a family. There was like a family package where. Well, you no, there were seven of us. Seven of us. Yeah. And I bought the family pack of eight because it was either, it was like, it was like fifteen dollars each, or it was like thirty-seven fifty for four. Oh no, it was twelve dollars each, or thirty-seven fifty for four. So yeah. like even if I eat the cost of that extra one, I'm still getting a much better deal. <laughs> and and so Ben ordered that, and then the guy goes, "Oh, did you uh, <laughs> did you uh, did you read the uh, the, 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 no 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 he was just awkward." Yes, did you uh did did you did you read the fine I guess I don't I guess you didn't read the, what the text on the website says. Uh and then and then and then John goes, You know what, Ben? I don't think that was in the spirit of the family pack. And then the guy just fucking died and didn't say a word. He literally went into a shell of his own mind and stopped talking to us. And oh I'm, looking, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. The family four pack <laughs> says it is for two adults and two children ages five to twelve. Oh my gosh! And, you know, and so, so, so Ben, oh, Ben, in response to that, goes, 
Ben in response, because he didn't really, it didn't seem like Ben was really reading the situation. No, uh, not at second, all. Ben goes, I was yeah, having a great yeah. fucking day. Ben, with a joyous voice, goes, <laughs> yeah, we're all just a big family, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> looking at the, looking at the, the six twenty-seven year old <laughs> sitting next to him. Wait, so uh, the, at least he didn't, like, uh, you know, tell you guys to go buy adult tickets. Or well, he tried to, but he was too scared. I mean, look, if he asked me to, I would have paid the difference. Well, you but kind he of were like, oh, did he? I, uh, no, he did not. Um, yeah. So, but, um, so like, is he like, is he like the, the doorman, like a body? Yeah. Guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like the merch. I'll be honest. Like, the he, was, guy. he was the closest to the personal embodiment of Squidward that I've ever seen yes. from a person. <laughs> but pro okay. wrestling Squidward. The, like, he was just upset about life. Oh, um, that's a shame. I tell you what, I tell you what, he should have been upset. Yeah, there was, uh, as we were leaving, there was, uh, he was handling the merch booth, and there was this dude who was a prick in the crowd all night. Yeah. Uh, oh. There's a couple. And, and this kid next to, next to me, he was like, I want a figure, I want this action figure, and it's an action figure of a wrestler named Test. And yeah, the guy goes, Test. Oh, Test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know that guy died? Oh, he said that. Yeah, yeah, oh, which was man. like right after the kid like freaked out that one of the okay, wrestlers yeah. he liked. So, so one of the wrestlers, we won't so, spoil so, too so, much. So, so you have is. to. So, okay, well, we'll go through this chronologically because there were there were really two moments that happened consecutively, mm-hmm. which like provided a weird vibe to the night. Uh, there was there was one person on the show. Who is a champion outside of it and actually has name value. Yeah. And her name is Miranda Gordy. She's the daughter of Terry Bam Bam Gordy from the Fabulous Freebirds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she came in to wrestle this girl named Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Who had already wrestled earlier in the nine. Phoebe's fine. you know. Yeah, she nothing. did good. She was fine in her she, earlier She did match. fine. The finish of the match is Miranda Gordy is going to lift Phoebe up for a powerbomb. Okay, now Monty, you know what a power bomb looks like, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay, so that video I showed you of Toshiaki Kawada taking a power bomb on his neck. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but worse. How, oh how, yeah. How can it get worse than that? It was like <laughs> it more accidental. Because at least at least that Gonzo bomb, like is 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 like really just high on his shoulders like it's on his neck but like it's neck and shoulders this one she gets lifted up 75 percent of the way and miranda gordy just drops her at like a 35 degree angle like and so and so she lands like head and then like right shoulder just tumped over and oh, so instantly I, unconscious. And yeah. so I bet I bet you they'll keep it on the taping too. They're that fucking carny. Um, they didn't have a stretcher. They didn't have a medical team there. They literally no, they, just they waited what? until they were like, "Are you paralyzed?" And she's like, "No." So they sat her up, and then they just picked her up by like the shoulders and legs over to the side of the ring, and they're like, "All right, come on, walk backstage." Yeah, oh she had a tra- she had a potentially traumatic neck and brain injury. And so they she just was at least. So I asked after the show, and they 
he was like, well, it looks like she'll be okay. She's still pretty dazed and out of it. And I'm like, okay. That was so almost they an hour so they, later. Yeah. An hour later, they didn't take her to the hospital. <sighs> and she's clearly concussed. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Like not, not even at, at like, minimum. Oh, she's, she's she could, rocked. she could have a broken neck. We don't know. Or something. The only thing we know is that she's not paralyzed. So that's barely. So the most important thing in wrestling is don't hurt your opponent. Yeah. So fuck Miranda Gordy. Well, it could have been an accident. No bullshit. Like you, if, if you're not able to do a move safely, you don't do a move at all. It's not like that was just a random move. That's her finish. That's her finisher. If you can't do your finisher safely 100% of the time, you don't do it. It's like the style Cause like, clash. Because that, that's why wrestling, like, like that's how wrestling works is you need cooperation. If you can't do your fucking finish right, change to a different finisher, get out of the business. Yeah, so, like, and, and I agree because it's kind of like, head, yeah, the hospital. It's kind of like the same rules that stuntmen do in, in film. They, their main goal is to do it safely, right? Yep. Like, right. So, people, like, but. so you know, it's we're way past the point of, like, oh, just, like, no, that's how people get paralyzed. And they're lucky she wasn't paralyzed because she very well could have been. Yeah. Also, easily. fuck the promotion for not having proper medical staff. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird given the fact that it's like a school. Like it's a metal it's like a training yeah. school. Why would you not have yeah. like a and it would have looked and better run on by TV. Al Snow too. Like someone very reputable. Well so. well Well, our wow. Al Snow's developed more of a reputation for himself in the past few years. Al Snow's Al Snow's a carny. He's so jacked now. He's amazing. Jeez. Looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, looks amazing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. steroids do a lot of wonder, man. <laughs> he is thick, and he. I knows will reiterate: it. you cannot be over forty years old and double your body mass <laughs> to be vascular, unless you're on steroids. Just ask Joe oh, Rogan. <laughs> um, he's on. He's on. He's on required uh, uh, supplements. Yeah, oh I'm my sure. Gosh. But um, that that but, really. But then immediately cast... afterwards, oh yes, they have a segment where some dude's coming out for a match. He gets assaulted from behind by the local goth dude, who's <laughs> in the face looked exactly like Matt. I mean, okay. like, oh, come on, no, 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 dead like ringer. <laughs> not, not, not the head, not a the face. Same uh, skin tone. You can't find him on nose, the roster. He doesn't exist. Same. He had the same oh, eyebrows. I, <laughs> I, I mean, like I didn't dead, see it. Like it was scary. I might not have it taken any photos during that match. Uh, like anyway, that. so so then <laughs> well, you gotta look. There's I, there's a couple contenders on the site. So, Which one is it? <laughs> so he attacks the dude. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Rolls him into the ring and he gets out a body bag. Okay. No, it now, was a yeah, giant trash bag. It was a giant trash bag. It's supposed to be buyback. You have to remember, <laughs> we've been watching four weeks of TV where the referees have been utterly useless and they do the same finish to a well, match and, and we can't every the single time. And so at this point, I am screaming, can the referees not do anything? He is murdering. 
This poor man in cold blood. He's, he's putting him in a body bag. He's awful. Unfortunately, it worked too well because the kid in the front row starts sobbing because he thinks his favorite wrestler is being murdered. Well, because oh he is. He is getting murdered on television. I mean, I mean, murdered, I mean like in storyline, yeah. he's being duct taped and bound and put in a bag and being taken somewhere else. <laughs> so, like, what I'm saying is true for the story. I wasn't trying to root. I mean, he got over it. I, I don't think it was that. just us. I, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, this like <laughs> a like, little like a seven year old in the front row had like a legit like breakdown cry. Oh no! Yeah. Oh man. Poor kid. This, this segment got the most heat of the show. I will give him credit. Yeah. No, it worked. Like, it worked. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, he had to murder a guy and take his body, but like it worked. But yeah, but it worked <laughs> right after someone else was almost paralyzed. Oh my god! So and, that, and and in a few weeks, we'll post when it happens. You'll be able to follow four separate episodes of amazing content with us in the crowd. And we will share those out. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pro for not sharing a single one of the Instagrams I tagged them in. Um, Even though they asked everyone to do it. still upset about the family package. Yeah, they were. They legit, they knew it was us and they were upset. I tagged them in every single post. Not a single mention or like. I'm going to post angry shit about them on Reddit. <laughs> they have an unsafe work culture. Look out! Uh, look out! Look out on Reddit. You'll be able to find Ben's Reddit now. Uh, well, um, and and then on and then on Sunday we we went home. Yeah, we all drove home the next day. Yeah, and we got yeah. biscuits and went home. You know what? It sounds like you guys like freaking had an awesome time. I think time of my life. The highlight it. would definitely be that wrestling show. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the Stanley it, it, Hotel and the spoiler uh, season of the witch incident. So yeah, there was a God. lot of there was a lot of big moments. Uh, oh, that's for yes. sure. There, it was a real knockout. It was a real knock you off your socks. You know, you could really feel like the power of being up in the mountains. Uh, I mean, it's just dizzying the amount of things we did, you know. I absolutely did. That's freaking amazing. Yeah, so. One for the record books. (laughs) Yep. No, at my bachelor party, we went to a good indie wrestling show, and I got hit in the face with a cake by Frank the Clown. And when we (laughs) went to Ben's Ben's bachelor party, a lady almost got paralyzed and, 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 a, and a small child got traumatized. What could be better? And Season of the Witch got spoiled by two podcasters. Two terrible podcasters. Much worse terrible than us. Terrible our, our listen-along episodes where Ben and I are both half-falling asleep are better than that bullshit. Oh, my gosh. This is but the then saltiest I guess, podcast of all time. I guess the positive thing, jokes aside, would probably be the Stanley Hotel. Because you guys sound yes. like you guys had a lot of fun there. Stanley Hotel was like a real pleasant <clears throat> surprise for me. Because I was yeah. happy to do it just to do it. But I came away with a real appreciation for the hotel. So Yeah, it lived uh, up to the to the reputation. Because it's being clean. A it's old, but it's clean. Yep. That's a big oh, I, difference. I, there's one, one last person I wanted to shout out from Rocky Mountain Pro is the i think he's a heel but we made him a face uh at <laughs> atiba oh uh, atiba atiba yeah. who as he would wrestle would go hey 
Are you serious? The whole oh match. And, we, and when yeah. we started doing it back, he got super fucking into it. And then we booed him in the next match. Oh, because oh. he turned heel at the end. Sure. Oh, yeah, he did. That's right. He did turn. I he forgot. was wrestling sugar free and like, that's my guy. Yeah. And then, sugar and then they're, free? And, they're, oh, yeah. and, they're, and they had yeah. their champion, char, uh, Remy. Remy D. Oh, who was yeah. like... Really he looks bad. like Prince. He was really bad, but he had great presentation. I like wanted him to be good so I really, bad. I, after his squash match, I was really hoping he was going to be a good wrestler. And <laughs> he and man, man, I don't like man. Atiba should have been champ. You know what? I I think I would be rooting for Sugar Free too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard to not. He sounds like he like he's he's actually sounds like the. Like the most awesome character there. Look, he's got a chance. I can't remember a thing he did in the ring, but I do remember (laughs) Slurpee, and like that's more than I can. That's probably the most positive thing I can remember from anything anyone did. I'm holding it for a friend, (laughs) and 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 I don't know if there's a, a better note to end this episode on than this one. Yeah. Is when we were about to leave for the airport. Uh, <clears throat> biggest fan, Mason, and I stopped at a coffee shop. And I asked him about a certain coffee. And I say, is this one sweet? He looks at my shirt. It says, <laughs> no sugar on it. And he says, well, it's a little sweet, but we can make it, you know, with less. <laughs> And I said, can you add more? <laughs> yes! Oh, man. You know what? You got to send me a picture of that shirt. That, that sounds awesome. Well, you know what they say, guys. This time, the first time was the charm. But sometimes, it's the fourth time that's the charm. Good night and good morning! Please follow us in the script next week. We will be bringing you a discussion of the wonderful film footage. See y'all later. <laughs> is this how all Canadians say goodbye? Because that's how simply neological is for videos. I, I'm I just pretending to be American there for a sec. But all right. Oh, so it's a, okay. You're, you're, you're Are you appropriating our? I'll culture? come up with something different. Well, Ma- Monty, we need you to stop appropriating American culture. That was awesome. Oh.